Imagine a dimension slightly different from the one we're in. For me, it was Tuesday. History is the same, but it isn't. Welcome to the new 42. Hey everybody, this is Ken Masters, and you're listening to 42 Level 1. The new 42. Well, how can you get on my Coming down for you. Damn it. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and another slightly late start. Um, I don't know who to blame this time. A little bit. A little bit. I don't know who to blame. It's blaming... Just Andy, so yeah, it's Andy's fault. Well. Yeah, um, so uh, sorry, we we do usually now start at 10 pm and finish at 1 am, as you know, but this is now quarter past 11. <laughs> but hey, we're here now. Um, so we've got another show line. Oh, sorry, this is another episode of 40 to Level 1. I am one of you, <laughs> Kennedy, and here with me, as always, is the Twilight Princess of all games, Mr. Andy Orcourt. I was getting a bit ahead of myself. This is episode 269. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Two six nine. It's the thirteenth sure thirteenth of February. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yeah, we'll go with that. So anyway, yes, um fuck, I forgot what I was doing. Yeah, apologies for the lateness. Um we won't be next week. We'll need to be in time next week. Mm. We've got Jamalize and a guest next week. Oh sorry, two six seven. I jumped two episodes. Two six seven. Okay, it's episode two six seven. Yeah, but Sorry. if people are listening to the start <laughs> and going, ah, right, oh, this is too ahead, they're never going to find it. So in two episodes' time, you need to remind me to go, hi guys, if you're looking for episode two six seven, it's not this one, <laughs> the one from two weeks ago. So. Yeah, no. Like people that still listen to this must know that yeah, some weeks aren't the best weeks for us. Garbage truck on fire, wait, that's what it is. <laughs> that doesn't <laughs> ever stop. Ah <laughs> oh, man, although we, the we be burning the, like Sean Paul. Yeah, the, shut up. <laughs> That's ridiculous. You, you're the white. You sounded the whitest man in Scotland saying that there. <laughs> we, we be burning, mate. We be burning, mate. We're burning uh, them. But you know, you know, you don't need to put on that accent, Andy. You sound Scottish anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Right. I just had to accentuate a bit. Yeah, see that that it's a bit like when I didn't get the part of a Scottish character in a game. Hmm. <laughs> Which was ridiculous. Although I beat a guy to Rick Grimes, that was from was it Kansas America. that he's from? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no, he was actually from the state that Rick Grimes is from in Texas. Oh, right, right. <laughs> and I'm like, right. But then again, it is an English actor that plays him in telly. So, but yeah. I, I, I never ever get round to recording the second episode of that, and the guy's never been back in touch. So I don't know what happened with the project. Maybe a character was killed off off screen. Rick Grimes got killed off. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and an official adaptation of the second, um, whatever, second volume of the comic. I don't think so. But anyway, <laughs> um, I'm quite tired. We both have daughters. The next gen of 42 finally met Andy. 
So they, they did. did. Yes, that was an exciting moment for us this week. It was. It was, uh, it was. It was special. It was. It's on our Twitter feed if you want to see it. That'll be our. It's our all female reboot coming when we retire. <laughs> when we're forty-two. Yeah, when we're forty-two. Although we say that, I guarantee we when we're forty. Uh, don't know. It's when we're forty-two. Nine years time. Nine years time. Yeah. It's not that far away, <laughs> mate. It's not that far away. Yeah, but I mean, if you think about like what what happened in the last nine years, it's a fucking long time. Like nine years ago, like. Like you, you wouldn't have met Tasha. Like I'd never met Ashley. Oh, I knew, I knew Tasha. Okay, well, I, I didn't know Ashley. <laughs> In fact, no. But, Sorry, nine years ago, I would, I would have just have met her. In fact, she might have just yeah. moved in. Nine years ago, well, how yeah. long have I been with Tasha? Eight years. The end of this year. So I've been going with Tasha seven years. End of this year uh, will be eight years. No, we must be nine, ten. Okay, so I did. You I know, had met Ashley. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, but still, technology-wise, never mind. It's not. Yeah. Sure. It's going to be about like uh, what's happened technology-wise, and like within the last ten years, we've seen and watched Go, the Nintendo Wii U, um, the Wii. We've seen loads. The Wii was the Wii. I, like nine, ten years ago. I had a I had a Wii as my main console. That's your main console. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what the fuck is that? Well, slightly before this show, you weren't overly into gaming as much as you are now. You gamed. No, t- totally, totally agree, mate. Yeah. Like, I, I was. I mean, I, I definitely wasn't a, I definitely wasn't a casual gamer, but like I wasn't like like now I would say that I'm like a hardcore fucking gamer. So. Like yeah. not in terms of like, not Game in terms play. of like how good I am at games, <laughs> yeah. right? Because I'm I'm not that good at them, right? Um, no, but your again, knowledge, your product knowledge, yeah. and like when games are coming out and what companies are working on what and things like yes. that. Yeah, I know fucking un- unbelievable amount of shit about about games and, that I mean some of them I've never even played, and, it, and I know like all about them. It is all shit. <laughs> it is like, oh shit <laughs> I'm joking listeners it's, it's crazy though because like yeah like you're saying though even before like we started the show I didn't know what a podcast was and like we uh, like I played like the the single player games and I don't think I'd even played a multiplayer game online at all ever you played Mario Kart but not online like, obviously you'd not played an online well, game ever no no to be fair maybe maybe I'd played I, I would have played Mario Kart online because it was online in the Wii wasn't it Mm, yes, I think they did have some online, but it was like it was I never limited. played like I never played with friends online, ever. Like mm. I had never done it until I think the, probably the first time I'd ever done it was playing on the PS3, like when we was played it? like that NBA Jam. NBA Jam, <laughs> that's insane. That's absolutely insane. Yeah, that was the but last nowadays, time we ever played on the PS3 online together. Yeah, <laughs> the one time. But nowadays, yeah. like we'll we'll play like online on like, Splatoon, and like I'll play yeah. uh, like I play with Fraser, like hmm? not as often, like in the last no. probably six months or so. But like before that, since like, Fraser's I, been working, <laughs> yeah, more since Fraser's been working, and like uh, since I've been more busy with work and stuff, like I haven't played as much like online with him. But uh, we played like a lot of like. Uh, like Rainbow Six and a lot of what, what else have we played like PUBG. Battlefield we've played so much Battlefield and yeah we we like more recently we've played like a good whack of PUBG and we played a lot of Battle Star Wars Battlefront One even yeah. I did with these yeah yeah it's nuts it's not so much like not only have we evolved in nine years well I don't know how much I've evolved I think I've got, <laughs> I don't know I don't know I was always kind of into gaming like that. Was I working in Game Center when the show started? I don't think I was. Because I think I went into Game Center and talked to Robin and Russell and got them involved yep. before I was working. Yeah, because Robin had left Game Center when I started. Yeah. Yeah. So you'd, you'd 
you just you just started like not that long after we started the show. It certainly was in the first year anyway. Yeah, so when I started the show, I was working in a clothes shop. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh man, and then I went back to chefing as well during this show. That's right, yeah. <laughs> and I've I've got married and had a child since this show. You've got married since this show's been on. Yep. It's, it's, it's mad. I mean, that's like three years ago now. <laughs> Do you know what the cool thing is, right? Like obviously, once we're dead and gone, if our grandkids ever want to hear, this will be well, it'll be hosted till archive.org disappears. But like, it'll be it'll be available in some form, I would think. We're leaving our we're leaving our legacy. Well, this is like a like time capsule. Time capsule. It almost is. So like, they could listen back. Yeah, it's kind of cool in that way. We might not be famous Hollywood actors, but. Hey, maybe in like a hundred years' time, like people will go back and like discover this and be like, the first "Oh my podcast. god, this is amazing!" And mm-hmm. and uh, they'll be like, and then we'll it'll, be cult. <laughs> we'll become cult, yeah, and like millions of people will worship us. Maybe we'll become like like the gods of cult, the future people. I meant like we'll, a cult, like Mario Brothers movie. Do you know? Like do you know what? We, do you know what we'll be like? We'll be no, no. It will not be like that. It'll be like Bill and Ted will be revered like hundreds of years in the future, where they they like worship us as their patrons. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if that's gonna happen. Oh man, we do talk about video games in this show. If anybody's yeah, we listening, do. <laughs> are we oh, just kind of waffling? No, but I wasn't mean a cult like that. You've just went off on a complete. <laughs> like like I was meaning like you know Mario Brothers is now a cult movie like yeah, um, yeah. things like that maybe it's a cult thing like that well maybe it is like you said we're just heads in a jar and we, we're kept alive to podcast forever I wouldn't <laughs> as long yeah, as we got to play all the new games yeah if someone, if, if someone paid me to podcast like this would be a great job I would quit my job if I get paid <laughs> money. fucking right yeah <laughs> if somebody said right see what you do with Andy they would, like can you do one a day I mean just one yeah I'll, fuck. <laughs> sorry job but like, yeah that's fine you're nice yeah, enough okay cool yeah go for yeah. it <laughs> yeah. like I don't even think I'd be greedy like I know some podcasters get paid quite a lot like see if I mm. just get paid like a normal job's wage I'd probably go yeah okay that's my job mm. now I'd I mean, there, is people, there is people that do it like yeah, if you look at like, need, like kind of funny does it but like you they, need sponsorships and they'd be yeah, built yeah. up by IGN yep they already had like their personalities and they had years of like the yeah. the podcasting experience and that behind them before and the vlog the the vlogs the vlogs yeah. and stuff like that yeah so like like yeah it does happen but you need to be sponsored but now I don't know what's going to happen with podcasting it's kind of kind of hit its comfort zone where it's not getting any like bigger if you will it's not getting smaller because YouTube was kind of the way to go but YouTube's kind of put like, the barriers now whereas you need X amount to get even paid mm-hmm. you know so podcasting never was like that though it was never no. do it because you get paid it was just like a hobby that's what it always yep was. i mean some of them like you do get ones that do like the product advertising and all that shit like i mean if you look at kevin smith's ones like they mm. have like loads of like that's fucking kevin smith, sponsored yeah. by and like all no no but not even like his shows but like the ones that are on his network the smartcast network like, well, they've all the most baked in ads being honest we didn't get when we first started and obviously our website's basically defunct now we're keeping it for email addresses but like we, we get quite a bit of money off amazon well more than we did from youtube like from the, people the website, using Amazon. The website is not is not defunct. The website yes. is in need of a redesign, which <laughs> I don't have time to redesign no. it because no. I'm too busy with work. But what uh, we need uh, to do our our actual work is hire a student that does web design. That's what I'm going to start looking for, mm. and just say, "Hey, mate, 
as a project trying, trying to just fix our website to something. The you know like the uh, the the only thing that uh, that I actually like and and I've had probably had this plan to do for about two years now and I've never yeah. ever gotten around to it like or certainly since like uh, I mean certainly since I got my new job and like moved house and everything like it was the. Uh, you were going to streamline the website, is that what you mean? Like, to, I'm like, gonna, so I'm gonna make it so it's like just one page, and it's like, yeah. okay, this is the podcast, and this is like go here and go here, and it's just a one page like catch all where go there, and then you can find the things from there, and like, we because I mean, like all the reviews and news and all that shit, like none of it's really relevant anymore, and yeah. like we haven't done a new review on the website in like I don't know, four, uh, probably three years. <laughs> three. The last one yeah. I remember doing was the Doctor Who one. That I ended up that ended mm. up getting published by Doctor Who Telly. Remember the yeah, it's on. The, it's actually on the app on the iTunes Store. Is a yes. quote from my review, which is awesome. <laughs> but like, yeah, we're getting back into the swing of things. because we get an interview next week, Andy, mm. which I announced just now with Mike, who's one of the guys from Bitmap Bureau, who are um, the second. There's a new Mega Drive game coming this year. Um, called Tanglewood, which kind of looks like a Disney game, a lost Disney game, and we mm. tried to get the guy Matt from there, and he was keen, but he's been on BBC News and everything recently. Don't know if you've seen it. Oh, I BBC News had him on. Yeah, BBC. I'll, I'll tag it on. I'll put it on Twitter for you. Like uh, he cool. got interviewed in BBC News about re- rejuvenating. Do you know what? I'm interested to speak to see if Mike done it the same way as him. What he done was bought an old old parts of a PC, mm. Windows ninety five, everything like that, and he managed to s- seek out a mega drive dev kit um, ah, okay. on ebay and that's he built it that way see instead of using new programs like in mm. fancy techniques you know to bring out the game he's actually made it how they would have made it back in the day like he's okay used, that's cool yeah so that's insane i'd love to talk to him so i want I, next next week jam Lice from gaming history 101 is going to be joining us as he's a retro buff they're making xeno crisis check it out on youtube and um we'll get something put up i spoke to tag i need to email derek or you were going to email derek about something anyway and yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll ask him oh yeah we need to change the show details and um we need to um uh, get something up on the website about speaking to him uh, he'll be live next week um on the show nice. uh to talk xeno crisis which looks fucking awesome man like as much as i like the look of tanglewood it looks like the old disney games this looks like kind of mm. a mix between metal slug and I don't know gauntlet or something like. Did you see the design of that boss? That's yeah, insane. the boss looks fucking well cool. Like I like it when when uh, when uh, games do stuff like that where where it's like you're setting a like a little box because I, I watched the the trailer for the game and like it's setting like a little box almost box and you can kill the enemies yeah. as they come in. That that's cool. Like and that's fun. But like then when you get to the actual boss, like the boss fucking takes over the screen and that like reduces your real estate because the boss is fucking huge and that's just yeah. obviously one boss. So I, I'd really be interested to see what they do with the other bosses. As yeah, well. that's the first boss in the game. Man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like the cool thing about Xenocrisis, I obviously kickstarted it. Um, my daughter's actually going to be in the game because I chose yes. the tier where you got to be a hostage and you got to name the hostage, and I decided to put Alex in it as. Um, nice. A few moments, so I can play the game and rescue my daughter. The other cool thing is, I'll I'll be buying this game twice, Andy, because it also reached all its goals and its extended goals, and it's now coming to Nintendo Switch as well. Nice one. Uh, I, yeah. I'm gonna guess it's probably like a digital only release. Um, well, obviously it's come to Mega Drive and cartridge. Well, yeah, but, yeah, of course. Un- but... Unless limited run games gets a hold of it down the. Um, fuck yeah <laughs> oh, it's also, gonna cost me a lot of money down the line 
while we're here, um, as the listeners know, Andy's trying to get a full collection. You'll need to, and pretty soon, pre-order Bayonetta because it's out on Friday and the special edition comes with like, you know how, shit, stupid thing, uh, you're collecting all the different cases. Well, mm-hmm. Bayonetta comes with a special edition steel book. Mm-hmm. I saw that. Um, I, I'm going to like... I'm going to keep an eye out at work because those are the type of things that get traded in at work Sometimes. relatively oh, and quickly. It, it, it on, might on have one. with it, yeah. Yeah, so, well, not even not even that. Like, the the thing is with with the Switch, with the Switch collection, like, to, like, what I've got in my head is what, what I want for the collection is every PAL released game and every version, well, well, yeah, every PAL released game, so that would be, like, the Bayonetta Special Edition would be, like, the box, you know, like the cardboard box, yeah, with uh, like complete unbox. So like with the, I think it's, well, I mean, it's got the the Stupid. downloadable thing in it. But I'm not bothered about having the downloadable code because I'm gonna probably buy, I'm gonna buy the uh, the single game on its own as well because that's obviously a different release from the other one. So that's yeah, gonna be being, being one. One will come out by itself. No, no, not even that. Like, I mean, like it's gonna, I, I'm gonna need to get Bayonetta two. Like this, the regular cart with the downloadable code. So I'm going to buy that. Probably, well, I don't know. It depends. It depends how 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 I, if I can find the the special edition. But I'm going to buy that, and I'm going to need to buy the special edition as well, so I can Amazon have got it back all in. the boxes. Oh, did they? Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, just going it's, standard. To be fair, because there's not a lot in it for me, even as a yeah, fan no, of no. being it. Yeah, it's like one of the worst special editions I've seen. To be fair, there's not. Yeah, like there's none. It's like stickers and like you're paying twenty quid for stickers and a steelbook. Yeah, I mean the, the steelbook is cool and like, but it's the big box that I need to have to go with the other big boxes, which is kind of annoying. But like, I I, I have to be when I'm buying the Switch games, I have to be very careful about when i buy them because i don't want to spend too much money on uh, on this do you know what i mean so i don't want to like say say like fifa for example right fifa came out and i'm like okay i don't need to buy fifa for no. years because i'm not no. interested in playing fifa and, <laughs> and it'll drop maybe not necessarily to a pound but like uh there's there's millions of copies probably out there and i'll be able to get it for five ten pound in a couple of years so that's fine i'll, yeah. I'll buy it then um so each game like when it's when it's announced and when it's coming out like i kind of look at it and go okay this is like the price point that i'd be happy to pay for it and once it hits that i'll buy it um but with with some of the with some of the games, they're going to be rare, so the price is going to keep going up over the years. But not a lot of them, and because the Switch is caught on, that's really good for me. Is like wanting to be like a collector of it because I can go, yeah, okay. So there's a lot of people have the Switch, and even if this game doesn't sell that well, there's still going to be a good clip of copies out there that I'll be able to get. Not necessarily day one, but like later on down the line, I'll be able to find it for okay money. Like, I mean, if you look at the Wii, I mean, even the most expensive games are, like, maybe 60, 70 quid for the rarest mm. games. So, mm. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of okay with that if I do have to wait years to buy, like, say, I don't know what, Knights of Azure or something like that that I see in the shop all the time. I'm like, this game's £45. It looks really weird. I'm not that interested in playing it. I'll wait and buy that in five years' time. But yeah. whereas other games, like, like Mario Odyssey, I'm like okay, like I'm happy paying full price for that because I really want to play it and I really want to play it gonna, day one. It's gonna hold its place for a while. Yeah, I mean, well, years down the line, it will go down to like twenty pound, but it, I'll have also had my playment value out of it as well. Whereas well, a game like what I mean by Mario is yeah, it'll drop mm. to twenty quid, but it won't drop yeah. to twenty till the next switches out or the next. Probably Nintendo not. Switch. Yeah, 
Yeah, probably not. But like for uh, for some of uh, but for some of the games, I'm happy to to wait a good while because there's chances are like there's no way I'm going to be able to play all of these games that I buy. So if there's a game that I'm not going to play, I'm not going to pay more than like twenty quid for yeah, it unless it's really really there's, ga- there's games like Retro City Rampage Physical that's going to be more difficult to get a hold of and see. See the thing like is the thing is with that though, like that's the that's limited run one, isn't it? Yeah. See that doesn't really count because it's not technically a PAL release so well, that uh, doesn't quite factor into me because the box art well yeah so if it releases in stores over here then fucking 100% I'll be buying it but um, but like what they've showed just now with their box art is like they've got the American logos on it and yeah. I don't want I don't want the American lo- like the American like age rating and I don't want that I only want the the PAL ones so if they bring it out in PAL territories like with a PAL like Peggy on it then uh, then yeah I'll buy it then because that's kind of that's kind of the way I go with my collection. With with the uh, the Sonic games, though, it's a bit annoying because there's like for Sonic Forces, there's two fucking versions of Sonic Forces, like two different box arts. So you I know, need to like, buy both of them. Nintendo <laughs> sell the boxes. Like, remember they sold the box for Splatoon. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, look for if you've got a digital copy. Yeah. See, I don't want to do that. I want to have the box and the cart, like complete. But like Sonic had uh, Sonic had the bonus edition, and then they had the the regular edition that doesn't say bonus edition on it. Which means I need to buy two copies of that because that fits into both my collections. <laughs> I think that's obsessive, mate. To be fair, I know, but that's like a long term collecting. What happened to goal. your Sonic collection? It's still going, yeah. I mean, I, I did add a, a Sonic game to that last week or the week it? before. I, well, I bought Sonic Forces <laughs> on the, on the Switch. Yeah, and that's not a good game. <laughs> Spoilers yeah. for my uh, what you've been playing. <laughs> I, I didn't mind it, but it was a one and done. Mm. And I got it like for £25 on the Xbox One. That's exactly how much it was worth. Mm. Um, so, yeah, anyway, let's move on to big screen, wee screen after the waffling. Uh, this is the, the part of the show in the waffling. That should be a thing. It's not always a thing because we don't always have something to talk about. Anyway, um, and plus, who says it's interesting? <laughs> big screen we screen is the part of the show where we talk about all we've watched uh, throughout the weeks so I'll start first because I've watched like two things I watched Cloverfield 3 that Andy covered last week oh yeah um, so yeah it confused and jumped around for the first quarter mm-hmm. but after that Fair it was fun. fine um, it was clearly a full budget movie unlike Bright uh, Bright was definitely made and paid for by Netflix you can tell that Netflix just paid for this movie and got it before the cinema mm-hmm. yeah the talk is there's another one coming this year called overlord by the end of the year and there's a fifth one with daisy ridley we've been talking a lot about this and me and andy are in the same page that it's all the same universe although the cloverfield paradox fucked everything up um yep but i i along the terms of that the cloverfield paradox caused the first monster um it also caused cloverfield lane i think cloverfield lane set after these where the monsters have kind of won you know because they're roaming the earth and mm, cleaning up yeah and i also think that firing the the cannon on the ship the second time you know they've had to fire it twice mm, once yep. to go once to get back i think that altered the original timeline like completely so the, there might be some changes when they get back to earth and i think they're going to get back to earth and it's going to be world war two nazis and that's where it's going to tie into overlord but we'll, we'll wait and see um, the cool thing is that I read that there's an easter egg if you play Cloverfield 3 and 1 at the same time when they set the beam off uh, the, the what do you call it the blackout occurs in the yeah. first movie that's awesome 
and that kind of confirms yeah, that's cool. what me and you thought about it that it is set in the same universe and all that mm. happened is that Cloverfield Paradox kind of fucked up the timelines because obviously they interfered with a different uh, side universe do you know what I mean mm. yeah so yeah I know Ross had a different theory and we were going to have him on but he said he didn't want an argument but he's more or less been proved wrong by facts <laughs> well I mean I wanted to come on and like and have him he give his point on the show do you know what I mean but, like discuss it with him but he didn't want to come on so. he wouldn't his, his point was that there's like three every movie has its own universe but it's not true it's it's not it's, it's but, not I mean even, even that's a, like it's an interesting like Sort of thing if they if they chose to go okay like it is this and I'm like okay cool that's still well, really interesting they could yeah they could turn around and say yeah every movie is it but it does line up especially if you like I said play Cloverfield Paradox yeah. and Cloverfield One and I know Ross said but what about the timelines well it doesn't matter if Cloverfield Paradox affects the past and the future do you know what I mean yep. like because Cloverfield they Paradox said, they even said that in Paradox like, yeah like, they said the, it's the, going to affect. Yeah, it can affect things that have happened in the past, the future, different like yeah. different like alternative universes and shit like that. So, so I do think when they fired the the Cloverfield thing, that's what when Cloverfield one happened, mm. and then obviously the space station went to the alternate universe, and then mm. Cloverfield one, the movie happened, and then at the end of Cloverfield Paradox, they fired it again, and then now when they've returned to quote unquote our Earth. It's mm. they've created a whole new world because they get back down and there's the monster, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think Cloverfield Lane, it might be affected now, but I reckon that happened after when the aliens had won and they were just cleaning up the last Earthlings. But uh, Tasha didn't like it. I do want the next movie to be a different genre. I think that's a cool idea from them. Mm. I love the universe building in it. It felt yep. like Alien meets Event Horizon, the movie. Yeah, I kind of, yeah. I don't want to spoil it because it's a week old, but um, there was an alien resurrection. The woman gets sucked out the window, you mm-hmm. know, like at the end, kind of like, no! And it's like, remember the white, the human alien Ripley kind of does the same thing. There's the mm-hmm. holes in the ship and the alien gets sucked out um, because there's almost a chest bursting scene, you know, when the worms explode. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I thought yeah. that was cool as fuck because I, I really thought they were going to do, like, do an alien there and then yeah. it's worms. But, I'm like, oh, that's cool. I think it was nods to it. There's also ties in with like uh, different things. There is the oh, what's it called? Uh, something universe. What's it called? The something timeline. It's JJ um, Abrams scientist Kelvin. The Kelvin universe. There's there was right. the word Kelvin. Like there's the Kelvin Ridge. JJ Abrams puts it in all these things. The Kelvin Ridge was in Force Awakens. That's where. Ray told BB-8 to go. The Kelvin universe, the USS Kelvin, it's his, I know his grandfather or something, so there was a few Easter eggs I picked up on, but apparently J.J. Abrams came out last week and said there's two that I know for a fact that nobody's picked up on and might not until the next movie comes. Okay, that's cool. That's cool that they've obviously laid the groundwork for the next movie. Do you Um, you know what my favourite bit was in in the movie? No. Do you remember the bit where the, the scientist lady is like, and she's trapped in like a room and the water starts coming in? Yeah, and like folk were complaining online why that happened, and it's because the timelines converged and the other um, space station had crashed into the ocean. That's what had happened. Yep, and but it like was I... two objects trying to occupy the same space time. Yeah, but like which I loved a paradox. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like I loved that, like the way it was done, because like the it fills the awesome. water, and then and then the thing cracks, and it's just like the the coldness of space comes in and freezes it. I was like, yeah. oh, that's fucking cool. Like it was yeah. so well shot as well. Like. Oh, the whole thing was great, and like, yeah. um, 
I really, really, I thought the whole thing could have easily went to the cinema, but I think they looked at it and went, we're going to get, f I definitely agree that more people would have um, watched it on Netflix than at the, the pictures, I 100, 100%, because, yep. I mean, Cloverfield Lane and, um, got good reviews, but it wasn't a hit at the box office, so they yep. maybe thought, okay, so I kind of hope that the next one, even though they've said it's going to cinema, goes to Netflix. I really hope that Netflix go, I know you've said that, but is there anything we can do to sweeten the deal and get the exclusive on this, you know, pay X amount, you know? Mm. That you know would be awesome. I think, I think that, like, I, I don't know that J.J. Abrams necessarily wants to release that one um, to Netflix as well. Like, I think he wants this one to be, like, the big warm Listen. movie sort of thing, um, which is cool, and, like, that's kind of in vogue just now, like, these big battles and stuff like that. Look at Avengers Infinity War coming up. Like, that's an established universe and there's a big war and shit like that. So, I think this one will have the same sort of deal to it as well. Like, obviously... Well, an, not a, do, 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 do you think it'll be an alternate version of World War Two or something? I, I mean, like, my theory is that it'll be set after like they go back to Arthur and Glover Paradox, like, years down the line, and it'll be, like, them fighting They're against, against aliens, people, but then, like, bef but, before, but before the Cloverfield Lane. No, no, uh, no, no. Probably after that, I reckon. What jink the war's ongoing during Cloverfield Lane, and that's why they've taken to the bunker. Well, because it was kind I of think... a nod to it in this one, where the guy took Gero to the bunker. Yeah, well, I, th I think what will happen is like uh, the new one will be set like fifty to a hundred years in the future, and the monsters have receded back into the earth or whatever, and uh, it's just left with like the people fighting. What's left of the people fighting against each other, and it will look like a World War Two movie, and they've obviously shot it like it's a World War II movie where the Nazis have, have come out in that and uh, but I think it's like the Nazis have come back and that'll be the kind of twist because you know there's always a twist in these movies yeah yeah. so yeah. I think that'll be the twist I, 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 I liked it I don't think it's yeah. as good as Cloverfield 1 or 2 but I don't think it was a bad film like it got made out to be at all so I mean I don't between I this, it to 2 like, to be honest mm, see between this movie Bright and Justice League and the critics slating all three of them mm. for me I loved fuck all three critics. of these movies. Yeah, fuck like, critics. honestly, critics are clearly now paid for. Like, and I know it's been a known thing that reviews are bought and paid for in Hollywood, depending on your mm. status. It's the same with games. That's why IGN gets so much criticism. That's why Game Over Greg and that ended up leaving during that criticism mm. because they didn't want to be part of it. IGN's never going to change. Hollywood's never really going to change. So, I'm just going to watch what I want to watch. I'm going to ignore most reviews. Like, look at Welcome to the Jungle, Jumanji. Like, it gets yeah. slated, and apparently it's a shit hot movie. So, it's fuck really the good. I know Justice League might not be for everybody, but see, for me, I've liked all the DC movies, but Justice League especially was really good to me. I, I loved it more than both Avengers movies. I don't know if I'll like it more than the upcoming Avengers movie, but hey, the critics slated it. The critics slated this, and the critics slated Bright. Yep, I, and they were wrong like, about all of those. I don't know about Justice League, I haven't seen it yet. Justice League I really liked. Um, <laughs> but, you know... It's a bit like when we started this show, we used to talk about um, you didn't. They had to spend more money on the the design of the game cover than sometimes the game development because oh, they, had yeah. no, they had no they had no way to like push their games back then. Mm. There was no like people covering these gaming was still almost a niche thing when we were younger. It was kids yep. that were doing it, so like you had to make your cover art appeal and whatnot. Whereas now every Tom, Dick, and Harry covers it. You know, so I'm going to go back to the way of going, oh, that looks cool. I'm going to try it. You know, mm. for most mm. things. Movie, movies anyway, if I think it's cool. Because I've been put, put off movies before just because I listened to one person rather than going, no, I wanted to see that. I'm not letting my opinion get changed because I've listened to one person. Like, And I've been quite bad for that. 
really bad film. But anyway, um, apart from Cloverfield 3, which I liked, I finished Altered Carbon. Nice. I don't really want to ruin it again because I don't think Andy's finished it, but I cannot wait for season two. And I haven't quite started the book, but I downloaded the book, my Kindle, because there's a few. Um, also watched, uh, I don't know if I talked about it last week, I started Naruto, but with English. You know, okay. I said I was going to attempt it again. It's okay now. Like at first it was a bit jarring because I was used to the Japanese show and like just reading it. And now it's it, it's okay. Naruto's voice is getting a wee bit better because he's older, but it's this is not like I know everyone's like no dub, but this is not a kid's cartoon and I know it's anime technically, but mm-hmm. like it was on Cartoon Fucking Network and I'm like watching mm-hmm. it going I messaged Fraser goes, Naruto comes across as looking like a kid's show, like it looks like Pokemon, put it that way, right? Right. And they're talking about killing a drug dealer. <coughs> this guy gets stabbed in the back by like six different knives. And then, <coughs> sorry, before that, uh, Naruto's teacher stabs the guy in both arms so his arms can't move. He gets stabbed in the back by an angry mob with like six swords sticking out his back. He grabs a pen knife in his mouth and starts running about slashing folk in the face. And I'm like... This is not for kids, but Fraser says mm-hmm. Naruto in Japan was for teenagers, and Naruto, the follow-up series, is even more adult than that. Like because mm-hmm. in Japan they're not big in live-action shows like we have over here. Anime is yep. far bigger over there. But this was in Cartoon Network over here, <laughs> and I'm assuming some of these would have been edited because I, I even know some Pokemon ah, episodes were yeah. edited. So I'm like, this is violent enough that if I caught Alexa watching this, I would turn it off at the telly, going, No, 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 this is not for you. Nope, nope, nope. Do you know the way? Like she, I would show her to me. Like there's at one point where like the wee boy throws the dog in and watches it drown, and then goes. As a matter of fact, you can go in after him as well, and then goes. I don't care if he dies, and if you complain about it, you're going to next. And they walk away. Like they don't ever get like you know how if that happens in a kids program, which it shouldn't anyway. Like a dog drowning, and then the wee boy gets thrown in, saying, "Please help, I can't swim." Yeah. The, the the gang of boys walk away with no repercussions. Do you know what I mean? So it's it's yeah. definitely not it's definitely not for kids. So, no, um, quite enjoying it just now. They're going through like the ninja trials, and like as it goes on, it is getting cooler and cooler. Um, so I'm really enjoying watching it. And maybe, um, you know how they always do the animes like Pokemon and stuff. There's a movie every so often. I'm just about. I need to figure out whether it's episode 24 or 25, within, or 23. If anyone knows where the first Naruto movie comes in, please put it up in the chat, and Andy will see it. But I have no idea where the first Naruto movie comes in. Um, but yeah, that's all I watched this week. Yeah, I didn't really watch anything apart from, like, I think one more episode of Outward Carbon. You uh, still enjoying it? That, yeah, it's fucking brilliant, man. Like, uh, I just haven't had time to sit and watch it. Like, I, I had been watching it, like, waking up early in the morning and being like, yep. okay, I've got I've got a time to watch an episode of Outward Carbon before I go to work. Because, like, when I come home from work, I'm fuck it, I'm, not, I'm too tired to, to do yeah. anything. Um, So I've not been in the mood to, like, to watch it. But, like, in the mornings, I'm like, yes, I've got an hour. I'm not doing yeah. anything. I'll watch this. And it's, That's it's the, fucking with our jobs, the best thing is, like, if you need to leave the house at, like, seven, get up at six so that you can do stuff because, like Andy said, when we come home from work, it's kind of like, no, I just want to sit on the couch and I don't care what's on the TV. I just need background yep. noise just to drown out the day. And occasionally I, I might manage... I have to focus yeah. on. Yeah, I might manage a game in, but then when you've got children like we do, and, like, especially me with a young child just now, it's like, mm. yeah, I, she needs constant attention, so I don't... Like, Tasha was like, why have we watched Friends all day? And I'm like, because mm. if we put on anything we actually want to watch, you get halfway through it, and because the baby's first, you've missed it. So it's like, there's no point just now. <laughs> Do you know I hate Friends? 
absolutely fucking it. hate that show man yeah <laughs> i told you you watched it too late see if you'd watched it when it was on when we were like 14 13 even if you'd watched it back then because i remember the finale and i was I mean, in like first year I, I, I did watch some of it back then and like i didn't like it back then either i love it man like we watched it all day and um i i was watching it just going this is like even i like big bang i like uh, how i met your mother which was similar to this like syndication how i met your mother so much better than it's, friends it's, that's 100 percent untrue man like it really oh, is no, not true no, the no. acting <laughs> and this, you're wrong but anyway you're like <laughs> Your opinion is wrong, though. But um, no, I love Friends, man. Like every bit of it. Like the characters are so memorable. But I, I watched it live every week until it moved to E4, which, and, and I'm talking about when E4 was a Sky only channel, and I didn't have Sky, and like right. I had to get my mate to tape DVDs, one thing to tape uh, the finale of Friends for me. Yeah, Central Perk, good stuff. Anyway, what else did you watch that wasn't um, Altered Carbon? Uh, I don't think I watched anything else, mate. That's it. Nah, it's been a slow week for me for TV <laughs> yeah. as well. Like the only reason I can manage now, you know what anime is like. It's previously on, and it gives you like five minutes of recap, so you only actually get ten new minutes every episode. So it's like, mm. or or you see last week's episode from a slightly different angle, and it's like, mm. Mm. so nah, anime has good and bad stuff. Like sometimes you get three episodes where like nothing happens, bar two samurai. Sorry, it's two ninjas looking at each other with their magic eye thing spinning around. And I know I'm making it sound stupid, like Fraser mm. laughs every time I say it, but it's a magic eye. And they're like staring and then and this music's going and it's like, and it's like nothing's happening apart from them talking. And then all of a sudden you'll be like, I'm never watching this show again. And then something really badass will happen. You're like, all right, that's very, very cool. But Fraser said, it gets better and shippudin. I call it shippipudin. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, okay. So we'll move on to um, what's next? Level up. This is the part. Level I'm not very enthusiastic. I'm shut. Uh, we'll move on to the part of the show. And this is my deal. Uh, this is the part of the show where we talk about all the video games we play this week, which is two, and uh, all the video game news. So hopefully we've got some entertaining video game news to make it worth you tuning in. Otherwise, you've just listened to me and Andy moaning about adult life. <laughs> For the past hour, <laughs> life is hard. Life is strange. <laughs> life is strange. That's a good game. You should. You need to go back and finish that game. <laughs> nah, too late now. It was only three years old. Um. Anyway, um, video game news. Uh, excuse uh, me. How's Final Fantasy yeah. getting on? How's Legend of Zelda getting on? I, I to be fair, Zelda. I am. Um, I, I am ready to fight the last <laughs> boss. Essentially. Have you beat all four Guardian Beasts? Yes. Why have you not just finished the fucking game? Well, because I had to go and get the sword, and I got the sword. And the sword's now... worse probably than your other weapons, I told you. <laughs> and now I, I'm ready to... I can go and fight Ganon now. Well, I tell you, I like the, the Master Sword's better if you go and do the Master Quest, which is obviously DLC. So I would recommend... Which, I, which I... I'm, not, I'm probably not going to do. <laughs> no, I wouldn't recommend this. The Season Pass is not for you. It's very good, but I don't think you ever need to play it. It's taking you far too, like almost a year to finish Zelda. Yeah, but seventy-five hours in the game, and I've loved it. So, do you know what's scary? Ian's loving Splatoon, and he's put like more hours than you in already. But he's not even up to rank yet, is he? Yes, he's now he level is? twelve. Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, so he's beat me. Oh, I need to go back on that. Ian's Ian's put because I was checking mine, your and Fraser's name, and I've still got like forty hours of putting Splatoon. Mm. Splatoon. Because um, when it first, I, I was beast in that game for a while. Um, mm. You've put, I think, 
15 or 17 one of them and like Ian, that, yeah. Ian had put in 20 and he's only had it a week He's he keep, comes in every day going oh, I fucking love that game man it's so good and this and this <laughs> and this and do you know that's a good thing for him because he needed to find his Nintendo game or he was going to end up yeah. trading his Switch mm, yeah that's good it's a really yeah. good game oh it is it is I love it I, I'm going to play some more of it this week I, I said that last week as well but I, I didn't manage to go on it at all I, I, I actually did play it last week a couple of, couple of matches but just like online matches when I was going to bed I'm like okay I'll play a game we, need, we need to get um, a team we need to get a ranked up to B plus to get on to team battles that's fucking annoying you can't just do it it's, it's really difficult because like if you're you can't for ranked you need to be what B plus to get in a team and mm. if you're with a shit team like say four matches in a row you lose level like I went from C to C minus and I'm like what's the point it's futile so if you end up with a shite team because you can't choose your friend to join with your mm-hmm. friends, like if mm-hmm. me, you, Ian, and Fraser could get on, I'm quite sure we could manage to get up ranks quite quick. But because you get placed in random teams, and what if me and you are playing at the same time we get against each other? Then one of us isn't going to get ranked, so you can never get to your team. So stupid. But anyway, hopefully that gets fixed. News. Uh, Splatoon, Splatoon three. That's when they'll fix that probably. <laughs> well, yeah. Which looks uh, okay. possibly 2019. Yeah, I, I would stick that on, man. Like that's gonna happen. It makes it makes sense, you know. I think they'll fix a lot of the concerns or the issues that we've had with Splatoon Two. Um, but yeah, news. It uh, looks like Bandai Namco is working on a Switch exclusive FPS, um, which it now looks like it's Metroid Prime Four. Cool. Which, which is fine. Cool. Like great. I mean, I'll I'll buy it anyway. You know. Yeah. Uh, I, so I think it'll I think it'll be good. Um, Pearls of Eternity Pearls of Two is coming to Switch. Yay. Um, Nintendo. Oh, it's like a. I think it's like a role-playing kind of RP, like RPG. Uh, sorry, that's the same thing. <laughs> it's like an RPG, like kind of. <laughs> da- uh, <laughs> it's kind of like a Diablo style, as far as I can tell. Like, uh, but it's been on PC for a while, and it got really good reviews on PC. So, uh, cool that that's coming to Switch. I like that they're bringing these things over. Um, it looks like Nintendo's finally gonna let you redeem your My Nintendo points for Switch purchases. After they've for, all expired. Yeah, after they've all expired, which is kind of shit for, like, if you adopted yeah. day one and they're like, oh, redeem, redeem your points. And I was like, okay, this is interesting. Like, I can get these these many points, but they expire in however long it was. See if, I, see like, if I'd known that. You know how you have to go and redeem your points? Yep. Like, I, I would have redeemed not, mine. I wouldn't have redeemed it because you get, like, what, three or four months to redeem it because I keep getting mm-hmm. emails going, you have points expiring soon. And I don't want a fucking Tetris wallpaper for the DS. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't, <laughs> no, I, no. I don't want or a like, Yoshi theme. <laughs> yeah, or a desktop background for my PC. No, no, I don't yeah. want that. If I, I want that, I can just go and download it. You know what I mean? <laughs> but um, but yeah, like that. So this is annoying that uh, that they're not keeping your purchases because I mean we redeemed them thinking that oh we'll be able to use this towards yep. something for Switch in the near future yep. and, it, and it just didn't. So and I've lost quite a bit of them. I will say that. Yeah, me too. Like all the day one stuff. Like yep. for registering the system and all, like all that sort of shit. Um, yeah, which but is I'll, bullshit because you always get yeah. the most for registering the system. Yep, but I will do it once uh, once this is actually active. I'm not doing it right now because I don't believe that it'll be active until it's actually active. So once yep. it's active, then I'll go and activate any ones that I haven't activated. Because um, I'd forgotten about doing it like since probably the launch sort of window of games within the first month. Probably since Arms, I think Arms was the last one I did. So any of the other ones I've got since then. Then yeah, I'll go and activate those. I'm not doing it until it thingies, and it would yeah. be nice in Nintendo to go. Okay, for all those people that got them from Switch, 
I'm not mm. talking about giving it to people on Wii U and 3DS. Like, you can keep your points. No, no. 3DS has got stuff you can buy. But I've only spent... I've only got these from Switch games, so I should get these points back if they've dropped. Mm. But it, I, I don't think it'll happen. No, it won't. Um, so Bethesda's come out and said that they have uh, two big games to release before Elder Scrolls 6. Unannounced. We don't know what they are. No, I mean, Wolfenstein 2 is already out. But, I mean, that is coming to Switch, but it's two big, like unannounced games so I would assume that they'll announce those two games Warcraft at E3 and no, no they don't do Warcraft they'll announce those two games at E3 and then at least one of them will be out like this holiday whatever it is Doom 2 I mean there's a rumour going around that they're maybe doing like Fallout New Vegas remastered um, or something along those lines like Fallout blah 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 whatever it is or Doom, Doom 2 or, or Doom 2 I, I would yeah I mean I would reckon the other one's Doom 2 because Doom did really well and it, it picked up a lot like, and it got another boost when the, the Switch version came out even uh, for people buying it on other platforms yeah so like and I have so I haven't played Doom I will play it at one point so on good. Switch but I still got it on uh, Switch but I think the first proper big first person game that we all play together be um, Metroid 4 yeah yeah definitely um, Splinter Cell Conviction is now backwards compatible on Xbox One <laughs> <laughs> just teasing you be like yeah look Splinter Cells oh no it's Conviction no but it's Conviction was a good game and it was 360 exclusive Andy so mm. I would recommend trying right. it if you hadn't and it's the first one in the remember I told you that Splinter Cell adopted the whole if you're seen it's not the end of the world you can just use your other style like mm. you can do the missions Ghost where you don't be seen you get points for that you can do it Panther where you're kind of half and half, or there's like Tiger, where you just run in guns blazing. Mm. This one's really cool, and it's currently on sale just now, digital for four quid or one pound fifty. It works. So yeah, I like what, I like when they do that though. Like when they do announce like all oh, battles compatible, and here it's on sale for but, like this week for like a reduced price, and then it'll go to its normal price after that. I like. I, I, that. Here's my theory. Okay, E3 is June, right? Mm-hmm. Two months time, we'll have blacklist backwards compatible, right? That was the last yeah. one, and then. Either before E3 or during E3, they'll oh, by the way, we've got something extra. Ubisoft will do it. Well, you know, the one more thing sort of thing. And it'll be a full Splinter Cell trailer for a new game coming holiday 2018. And they'll also say, and as of now, see the Xbox Originals 1, 2, and 3, Mm. they're available backwards as well. Because the only reason I can see them holding back Splinter Cell this long is because they wanted to use it to build hype for a yep. new entry in the franchise. Yep. So like that. So like this one's like remember Splinter Cell, and then when it gets to E3, you're like, oh yeah, Splinter Cell. Because I would. This would probably be bad. This would probably be sorry. I, one of the games with gold at some point in the near future. I yeah. would guess. Conviction. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. What would, it, what would be a clever twist in the tale? Mm-hmm. If we haven't heard for so long, is because remember Splinter Cell used to be Xbox exclusive, and Xbox mm-hmm. were in the hunt for exclusives. If they could get Splinter Cell back, mm. that'd be interesting. They managed it for Conviction. Conviction never came out in the PlayStation, and mm. like there was no, there's, there's been no sign of it since. You know how there's been some games that's like, oh, it's only on this console, and then they've eventually came. Conviction is only Xbox. Splinter Cell One was Xbox original for so long until the PS2 came out. Mm, yeah, thanks. So I, I, I would I would keep an eye on it thinking that Xbox might get an exclusive on it, but a hundred percent within the next few months blacklist. So that like you said, it's hey guys, look, Splinter Cell, oh yeah, and then oh blacklist, I never get around to playing that. Great, I'll play that. And then E three, yeah, we've got a new one coming, guys. Go for it. Hmm. Definitely. And they'll probably when you buy the new one, they'll probably come with these other ones. The bundled in as a code or whatever. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, okay, so other news. The there's a company called Max Limited, and they are making <laughs> miniaturized versions of the of Switch games, like based on the original the original box art covers, which which is kind of interesting. It looks like they're coming like little key rings. Yeah, it's a it's a cool fun way of keeping your your game carts instead in the this the boxes. I like the boxes. That's why I'm buying them all. <laughs> um, Legend again, of K anniversary. Yeah. Nintendo doesn't care about the environment. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's not Nintendo that's doing it. It's like it's, someone else. It is. Oh, what they mean the big, the bigger boxes. Yeah, but the they boxes. want to have the, they want to have to have shelf space, which is I mean, like the boxes are a much better size than the Vita ones. The Vita ones are what, too small and take enough space. What about uh, uh, film... PSP, that's what they're using. No, what about a 3DS case for a code for Pokemon? Well, yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> pointless. Totally pointless. Um, no, but they do care about the environment. Look at Nintendo Labo and all the cardboard that they're recycling into those. <laughs> I bet it's not recycled cardboard. Probably not, no. There'll um, be a scandal. <laughs> hi. Uh, Legend of K Anniversary is coming to Switch this year. It's a fucking terrible game, that. I don't know if you've ever played it, but it's shit. Like, I played it... Like, I got it as part of a Humble Bundle on PS4, and it's it's absolute shit. It's a PS2 game. Like, it doesn't need to be on the Switch. Like, I hope it doesn't come physical. Uh, FDG is teaming up with Sega to publish Monster Boy in physical form on Switch. Nice. And oh, that's that's the spiritual successor, isn't it, to... Um, it's a follow-on to Dragon's Trap. Yeah. Right, yeah. Cool. So I'm down for that. Uh, Fire Emblem Heroes has uh, passed five million installs on Android. It's a, lot. a lot. Yeah, yeah that's not even including your iOS. Yeah, on Android only. Fucking hell. Uh, new Splatoon Two Amiibo have been announced, and uh, there's some new maps coming. One of them is kind of a basketball, basketball one. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I like that they're still updating this game. Like, I mean, it's been. They'll support for... it for the end of this year at least. Yeah, I, I mean, like I think you were you were saying that there's some. Uh, artwork stuff being uncovered the the yeah. last Splatfest looks like it might be um, 2019 so it looks like they're going to keep supporting until then which we assume would be when the new game would come out yeah. uh, the Amiibos are the uh, those two announcer girls from the start that I wish you could fucking skip you could skip please skip so irritating yeah. but I reckon it's like a disguised loading screen 100% um, Monster Hunter World has set a new Capcom sales record, so for the first two weeks it is their best-selling title of all time, which is fucking crazy. <laughs> but Cap- I mean, uh, what? That's Capcom's best-selling title, and Capcom published Resi. I don't yeah, believe that. Within within the first two two weeks. Oh right, is oh, there, right okay. Because like, there's no the, way that it sold like Resi. T- not over the time, like within oh. the first two weeks, it sold more copies than Resident Evil say sold in its first two weeks. Any, any I, don't, of them. I, don't, um, I don't know if I quite believe that. Sorry. I think I think what it is is uh, because of the time it's come out and because of the hype it's got and like games as a service are kind of big just now and it's the Destiny crowd getting in on it is is what's happening here. Yeah, because the Destiny crowd so needs a new game. Yep, because Destiny Two is is dead to them because they they fucked up Destiny Two essentially. So this is the Destiny Two crowd moving into Monster Hunter World instead. And uh, uh cool, good for them. It looks interesting. Part, part not for me. Game, but I didn't like Monster Hunter in the first place. Like, <laughs> mm. um. Shadow of the Colossus has uh, topped the fucking sales chart for the week. This week, however. The remaster on your remaster. The remaster of the remaster of the PS2 game. Uh, (laughs) The number of physical PS4 copies sold was 73% higher than the game's original release on the PS2 back in 2006. That's just just mental because it's not that good a game. 
I think the I think the thing is with it is that it is uh, it's cheap as well. It's like twenty five quid you can get it for. So people yeah, are like, oh, great. I'll take I'll take a punt on that, and it does look nice. And Sony's been like pushing, or, or twenty or whatever. Uh, Sony's been pushing the advertising behind it as well. There's a lot of like YouTube adverts and stuff like that kicking about for it. So that's why it's there. Um, the rest of the top ten goes as follows: number two, UFC three; number three, Monster Hunter World; four, FIFA eighteen; Grand Theft Auto; World War two. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Super Mario Odyssey, Assassin's Creed Origins, and then Evil Within 2 at 10. So it's kind of like what you would expect, except for the Evil Within 2, which, I mean, that must be because it's really cheap. Yeah, it's hit a few price drops. Yeah, yeah I mean, you can get it like new for well under 20 quid now. Like, oh, yeah. I've seen it for like 15, uh, even 12 quid from like Amazon and shit like that. So that's why that's in there, because it's really cheap. I heard it's good. Like, did you buy that yet? What? Evil Within 2. I nope. never finished it. <laughs> but I mean, you liked the first one. It was alright. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, Sega's got the license to make uh, games for the 2020 Summer Olympics. Mario and Sonic. Make it happen. Make it so. Uh, oh, I don't even think we really need to mention that, but like, an armed fan invaded a YouTube star's home. Imagine people try to invade your home. Like, that's crazy. You need to get a dog. Or a cat, and a blade sword, and you'll be fine. A game is moving into Sports Direct in a strange move. Who's gonna like that? Makes- it, it's confusing, but it makes a little bit of sense because, like, I looked at this a little bit, and what it is is Sports Direct actually bought a stake in game, and they've got a huge stake in you know the belong stores that they've been that they've been doing. You know, it's like no. the esports shit. Well, basically, like games made these belong. Like, I, don't, I mean, you can't really call them a shop because you don't really buy stuff in them. But like, basically, it's like an inter- it's essentially an internet cafe where you go and play like online games, and you pay so much to play for so many hours, that sort of thing. And you can go and play in esports competitions and all that bullshit. That yeah, who gives a fuck? I could do that at home yeah. in my house. <laughs> Why would I go and pay game to fucking? Oh, anyway, um, but yeah, so Sports Direct is well in with them for the esports sort of stuff. So I don't, I don't know how that's going to work. But remember the last time Game did this and they were in Borders. Like, how did that work out for them? Not very well. <laughs> Not very well at all. This it was fucking terrible. I Game remember, is. Mm. I don't know why it still exists. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember buying. Uh, motion pluses for the Wii in game in Borders books in Glasgow <laughs> because I needed them to play Wii Sports Resort. <laughs> Remember the Wii things you stick on the bottom? Yeah. <laughs> That's how long ago that was. Um, but yeah, uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer showed the new Monsters Inc. world. Yay. Like, just fucking release the game already, guys. Come on. The, the, oh, I don't yeah. even need them to drip feed me the worlds. Just put the game out. I don't care. Like, 100%. it's been so long in development. I mean, the King of Hearts 2 was on the fucking PS2. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sea of Thieves premium shop is going to sell pets. So, this That's is fine. stuff you can buy for There's, real world they, money. All, yeah. They've also said it will never have any loot crates. Wait, which is good. But, um, which is, I mean, it would make sense for that game to have loot crates as well. Which is good that it's not going to have them so that it's only cosmetic bonuses yeah but yeah so you can buy like what parrots and monkeys yep 
I'll have a monkey. Uh, I don't know. I want a sea cat. <laughs> and the uh, last bit of news that I saw just before we were starting the show there. Uh, two more Xbox One games went backwards compatible. Uh, Mafia 2 and uh, Prey. So the 2006 Prey, which is absolutely no relation to the game that came out last year. Nope. And a lot better than the game that came out last year. Yeah, I never played it. I mean, I don't really like these kind of like horror type games that much, so that's not for me. And I really did not like Mafia Two. Too slow. It was like fucking Red Dead, slow as fuck. But that's all it use. Cool. So we'll move on to what we have played, and I have played not much, <laughs> not, much. not much at all. I just really haven't had the time. I've played um, Naruto, like I've said last week. I'm playing through it, and I'm looking forward more to getting to the ones that I've never played because I played the mm. first one on Xbox 360, and the hub world's very basic. So what it is is your hub world, you get your side missions, and you run about there, and you get your scrolls and stuff like that, and you can save the game and do quests. But the the main point in the game is like the actual missions that are kind of like the show and you have to do like say 10 missions to unlock two of the main quests and mm. it's a bit repetitive and the other day I was testing an Xbox 360 and threw in the third game and it was so much better and I was like yeah I can't wait but I need to play through them all now because I got them in that bundle for cheap for like 30 quid for four games and the latest mm. one's like not that old so I'm like I need to. I still want to finish it. So I'm enjoying the combat. It's just see sometimes going back to this boring as fuck hub world. Yeah, it looks like he's village in the anime, but like I don't want to run and collect scrolls to upgrade my moves. Just let me skip that. Like let me push a button and draw the scrolls to me, so that I don't need to just run down for twenty minutes collecting scrolls, so I can go and buy my new moves. Just give them mm. to me. But I've been assured by a lot of folk that the other, the next few games are better. And like I said, I tried the third one and it was like, holy fuck, I'm so tempted just to download that one when I get back in and play that instead. But no, no, no. I want to stick to it and get through them all. Um, it's Like I said, if you're a fan of Naruto, you like the game. Like The reason I picked it up was because I remember liking the game in the 360. Um, the remaster looks really nice. Even it's a 10-year-old game. Like Naruto 1 came out in 2008. Mm. So definitely recommend this. And... Um, Partly to annoy Fraser, and partly because it hit a sale, because I've never watched the anime. I download, I don't download. Went and bought from his work because I got a, an offer where if I spent X amount, I would get five pound off. And mm-hmm. they drop, they drop Dragon Balls, uh, Dragon Balls Xenoverses, um, to thirty pounds. So I got it for twenty five, and I was interested in trying it because I'm kind of in the anime mood just now. And um, I've heard good things from Davis and such like, and I'm like, I have no idea about this cartoon, mm-hmm. so I'm playing it. And I, I have no context to base this on because I tried to watch Dragon Balls like years ago and it was about a wee monkey guy. And I was like, I've no interest in it. And then somebody said, you need to miss all that out in Dragon Ball Z. And I'm like, mm. but I don't want to skip half. That's like skipping half a Star Wars or something. So I mm. went, no. And uh, the game is kind of set like an MMO. And it's kind of beneficial that I've not seen it, I think, because um, Fraser said it's very confusing. It's like uh, Doctor Who meets Dragon Ball. So you basically are part of the Time Patrol. You create your own character, right? And you're, uh, you've got this hub world, far better than Naruto hub world, but this is a Xenoverse 2 came out, what, last year maybe? year before, I don't know. Um, last year, I would say it did, because um, 
Aye, last year. So mm. you, you're in this hub world. You've got to um, train at the school and go and fix the Dragon Ball universe, right? So I didn't know what was wrong with it. So when he's going, make it right, I'm like, yeah. what? how was it the first time? But it doesn't really matter. Like, I'm just playing it for a game. As a fighting game, it's really fucking cool because when you get to your sort of open world, it's open world fighting, right? So it's not like Tekken or like Pokken kind of semi open world. You've played Pokken, you know what I mean by that. Mm, yeah. It makes it feel like it's open world, but it's not. This is you've actually got hills and stuff and you can fly. The only way I can describe you can fly is like, remember that Iron Man open world game? Like, if you can imagine Iron Man in an open world game, you can just fly like that. Um, you can fight in the air which is quite cool man like i like seeing that and like you can do cool moves where like you zoom past them as you've punched them you know like typical anime style you punch them to one side of the screen you beat them to that side of the screen and punch them back to the other like doing stuff like that's quite cool you can punch them from the sky into a crater and like into water and like zoom like use your super speed to go down into the water and fight them underwater like don't get me wrong, the battles look fucking impressive. I just don't want to watch all the anime because it doesn't really interest me. But as for gameplay, I didn't realise until a bit into the game that it's actually technically kind of an MMO. Not an MMO, mm. but it's it's not a massive multiplayer online game. It's like you can team up with folk to help you. Like the guys that were walking about the hub world were actually players. And I'm like, this is quite cool for the Switch, like to be able to handle this on the go. And like, it looks really nice in the Switch. I'll say that. Like, because um, what I done was I trialed it, because I like doing that sometimes. Like the Xbox will do free trial weekends, and obviously PlayStation done them as well. But like it was on the trial at the weekend there, and I thought I want this, but I'd rather play it on Switch because I've got more a chance of actually playing it on Switch. Hmm. And yeah, quite cool. I made a human guy, building my character up, and like I said, I don't know any of the names of Goki or Goku. One of the two of them, Goku. Okay. And uh, I don't really know what his problem is, but he keeps fucking things up or somebody fucked things up for him. The story isn't a big issue to me. The gameplay is hella fun and I like the art style. Like, it looks like I'm in the cartoon. Um, And because I got to create my own character, obviously this is kind of, I don't think it's canon really. Do you know, I think it's just a kind of side story, but yeah. And um, as far as I know, they've got the entire Xenoverse 1 game in the Switch version because Mm. um, it never came out in Switch, which is a nice touch. Yes. So can't for twenty five quid I'm more than happy with it. Considering I don't really have a clue about the source material. Like go and go and <laughs> sort this, you know the result, you know how this should help them and I'm like, What one's in my team? <laughs> and then I'm looking at them and you know sometimes in ad the good guys look like bad guys and vice versa. I'm like, hmm. hmm, this is challenging. So I just stood still and I sometimes have to wait to see who punches me and who doesn't and I'm like, Okay, I'm going <laughs> so yeah I know his phrase he's like just watch the fucking program I'm like no I like my own history <laughs> my own yeah. history is far better because Fra- <laughs> as you know Fraser's obsessed with this he's got statues yep. of the guys like loads of them and everything and I'm never watching it I prefer playing this game and making up my own history it'd be cool to I know you'll never buy this Fraser doesn't like this series apparently so well I, I will buy it because it's one of the games mm. you well know, it's technically physical. <laughs> It's cheap just now. Technically, if you, if I trade it in this week, I'll get a pound extra on voucher. You know, than I bought it for, so it's win-win mm. for me. Um, but I think I'm actually going to play this game through. Like, I'm, I don't, I'm not in a rush to play it. Do you know what I mean? So, like, um, I'll play it in bits and pieces. Um, mm. And it's it's just something different. It's not a game that I've had. It's it's weird. 
right? Because I'm not actually into the source material, but I'm enjoying the game, if you know what I mean. Whereas, like, Naruto, I had it years ago in the 360, and obviously, like, I'd watch right. bits and pieces. But with Dragon Balls, I've never... I'm only calling it Dragon Balls. I know what it's actually called. I even made Fraser his own personal unboxing video um, and sent it direct to his phone. Um, <laughs> so uh, that, that's, that was going to go on YouTube, but I decided to not. I can send it to you, Andy, so you can have a laugh. But um, <laughs> He just went, oh my God, you're such a knob. Because like, I sent a photo of me and Argos awaiting my delivery outside the shop, going home with the game and stuff. And he's like, will you fuck off? I'm like, but now this <laughs> is me trying, trying to become a big part of your life, Fraser. And I was like, <laughs> Nice. Listen, man, I've not had a drink in over a month. I need something to entertain me. Let me have this. <laughs> so, yeah, I would recommend Dragon Ball. Like, and that's me saying it. it, it it's kind of cool to review a game like this that's like based on a property that I'm not into, you know, and I'm talking yep. about this as a game. Yeah. Um, as like a Kung Fu cartoon anime game. I'm loving like the special moves, the upgradables, the shops, and maybe the fights are cool like i don't know who the guys are that i'm fighting but they look cool you know it's got that mm, cool anime yeah. style and it's it's not one of those games which sometimes these have the tendency to fall into um cut scenes where you're just watching the fight right even though you've only pushed one button this actually does feel like you're doing every move and it's got full motion controls built in andy as well so you can mm. like do every move combination via motion controls and yes it does work unlike the street fighter mode where it was through mm. hadokens this one's quite cool because you actually have to like position them different ways but because there's that many moves i'm like i'd rather like not because if i'm in the fight later on i can't remember like the the, the combination or the move that you, the direction you want me to point the joy cons then yeah i'd rather just be able to button bash to you know hmm. <laughs> try and get through it but yeah i just i've never played a game like it and i'm enjoying it so it's a cool one to look into and obviously there's dragon ball fans cringing out there if you're listening to this going oh my god how does this guy not watch this i, I never get into anime if you listen to this show you'll know that like outside of pokemon andy likes anime more than me i would say yeah i mean i don't really watch very much and you don't really watch it either <laughs> <laughs> you used to watch quite a bit and i'm sure that bits that you liked and stuff oh yeah yeah like i mean there's some animes that i really really liked back in the day and i used to i used to buy them from like fucking hmv for like 20 quid a dvd and that but yeah, yeah. nowadays no i mean i watched the giver giver's good but yeah outside of that i've no real interest so hmm. yeah uh you play anything else uh did not print no. anything. Did, did not print. I'm printing one thing just now, but I didn't play anything else. Um, Final Fantasy 15 Mobile. Maybe I could talk briefly. Oh, yeah. have it. Uh, I, but I have it. Did you get a chance to try it? No, <laughs> no I didn't. Tell yeah. You like, so it looks cool, but I'm holding off because um, I've got a feeling this will make its way to Switch. It's a game that could easily end up on Switch, and it's episodic, mm. Andy. So yep. there ain't, ain't no chance I'm paying like what a couple of quid an episode on this, so like ten pound or whatever for the whole thing for a condensed version of fifteen. It looks like a cool, fun way to play it, but because like there was Switch mentioned when this got kind of revealed, I'm like, what? What it basically is for the folk that don't know is a chibi sort of version. It looks like um, they've created um, you know what the at rhythm or whatever it was the, yep. the versions of the characters like imagine pop funko versions of all the final mm-hmm. fantasy 15 guys and they've condensed the story by cutting out a lot of it that's what it feels like like i started up the game and within a few minutes i was pushing the car because it broken down so um I, i'm I, I wouldn't play this on phone 
but as a free it's a free download for I think maybe the first episode. I don't know if it's get what six episodes, five episodes. Right. Um, maybe it's worth a look, but I, I I'll tell you more by next week. But then I, I don't know if I'll get time to play. I'll try and play more for next week and fill you in. But it is one that I would I would I'm gonna hold off for Switch. Nice. Okay. But that's it. Sorry, mate. I'm I'm waffling because I'm okay, I'm <laughs> trying to do something. Yeah. Uh, so I I played I played a couple of things. Um, I'd mentioned I think last week that I'd picked up uh, Lego Worlds on the Switch. Mm, yeah, you did, and you hadn't tried it yet. So me and me, me and Bethany played a bit of it. Uh, she played a bit of it on her own first, and she's like, "Oh, you do this and this and this." She's like talking me through the game, which was an interesting experience in itself. Um, yeah. But like uh, we were playing in two player, and it's like split screen. And I mean, it kind of works the same way as like any other Lego game with split screen, but it's more in like that kind of simplified sort of Minecraft way. Uh, I didn't think it was particularly good or fun though. We just played through like the adventure mode, which I thought would be more in depth, but is like, okay, go here, do the mission, then go here, then do the mission. Okay, you've done all the missions in this like world, go to the next world. I'm like, okay, this this is fine. And Bethany's like, yeah, I've already completed this. I'm like, what? Because <laughs> there's only like four like worlds to the adventure mode and then that's you that's you done it the completed the game essentially but then it's obviously it's like minecraft where you can go and fucking build all the shit you can make your own i think you can make your own designs and stuff like that in it but i didn't think it was particularly compelling or enjoyable and or any of that it was fun fun enough like playing it with with her but like i don't think i would really want to play this on my own like maybe maybe i would be interested in playing like other people's worlds that they'd created like like properties that I was interested in like if they did, it was like a Final Fantasy world somebody had made just to go and dick around in that yeah that could be fun uh, but I don't know if that's even the thing <laughs> so I need to look into that a bit more but like I mean I only paid like £19 for it mm-hmm. so that's fine I, I don't mind that for like because like Bethany will play that um, she'll, she'll get the enjoyment out of it Um, but I did also pick up uh, Sonic Forces uh-huh. because Yes, I picked up Sonic Forces. I think I mentioned mentioned that last week as well. So I got that on the Switch, and it does run fine on the Switch, but it's really shit. Is it? Is it any it's noticeable a really lag? Shit game. Nah, I had no lag or anything like that whatsoever. I, I, that's, I haven't, that's good. Cause yeah, I mean, I haven't played on the TV. Yeah, sorry, thirty FPS for Switch and sixty for the. Yep, and I, I haven't noticed that at all. Like I haven't noticed any lag or any like frame drops or anything like that. So it's How the hell does fine. that? Sorry, my TV's been picked up as a device for my my PC. Um, is your, t- your TV maybe wireless? No, it's Ethernet. My TV, I know my TV's connected in, but it's a mm. device that might be able to see. Mm. Oh well. Probably because it's just on the same network. But, um, but yeah, the... Uh... But yeah, so I played Sonic Forces, and I did not like pretty much any one bit of it. Like I didn't I like, like the story, like the, story. the way they. Oh. I don't like the story, like the way they're like they're like, oh, you Sonic's play dead. Sonic for like two minutes and then Sonic's dead. Like what? That fucking that's nonsense. And then like five minutes later, oh by the way, Sonic's not dead. Like, <laughs> what? Why are you doing this? Like silly. Um, then creating your own character. I mean that was kind of interesting. I just made like a basically a green Sonic. Like okay, like, and I didn't have any interest in making any of the other ones. And that's fine. I can get clothes for him. Great. See, I made, I made, fuck about that. I didn't use any of the clothes. I just made my own cat in it, Bond. I just made a black and white cat that looked kind of like mm. it. it was cool to play as Bond, but mm. if I didn't have any pets, I would have no interest in creating. 
Yeah, I mean, you like, I mean, I do have a pet, and like, I don't have an interest in creating her in the game. Um, yeah, but you could, you did, a, could you create a dog? No, I didn't. Like, yeah, could you, you create a dog? a dog? Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. Be a dog. Oh no, I didn't like it because it had a pointy nose. That was it, and I was like, no, no, I want to have like a a round faced character. But I mean, the, your character doesn't speak in the game or really or anything like that. So it's like, why am I making this? And then, then, then the old classic Sonic comes in. I'm like, right, okay, and it's the levels just feel like the same levels from fucking generations, which in generations were decent. But I already played Generations. I don't need to play the 2D levels of Generations again. Uh, the 3D levels are fucking on rails to fuck. To yeah. to the point where you actually go on rails. And I f- absolutely hate the rails in these games. Because I even found it in this game on the first rail section. Where it's like, oh, there's three rails. And you need to go and jump off this bit. And I'm like, okay. Did it did it did it fall. Did it did it did it fall. Did it did it fall. Fall, fall. I, fa- I fell, fell off it like five times, just because I jumped at the like at the wrong point. It's like, nope, start again, start again, and that's just annoying. I have, and I fucking hate that because like it's trying to get you to go like, as fast as you can, mm-hmm. but if you do that, then you fall off, <laughs> yeah. which I hate. And 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 the one thing I hate the most about these games is that, and and I try this in all of the games when when. When there's a like a segment comes up and I'm like, what happens if I don't press any buttons? And he just keeps going. <laughs> I'm like, I have no involvement in this whatsoever. He's just like, he's in an animation. He's doing his thing. It's essentially a fucking cutscene, and that happens so much when you're playing like the the uh, the three D segments of it that you can just let go of the controller and you'll just go through, which is fucking annoying. And uh, what a waste of time for a Sonic game. They're not like it. And I think I played probably less than an hour. I went, yeah, I don't really need to play this. I will go back and because like, it's quite short, isn't it? Yeah, I finished it quite quick. But then again, it's used. I don't. Yeah, but like f- for a game that like I'm not interested in that I, that I want to just blast through, then yeah, it will it will go fast. Oh, yeah, so go faster. You gotta go faster. Um, and I'm not interested in getting all the fucking rankings and all that pish. Um. <laughs> But yeah, did not like Sonic Forces whatsoever. Sonic Mania is one thousand times better, and I hope they like learn from this and make two D Sonic games going forward. And if they're gonna make a three D Sonic game, just like I mean, I didn't even like Adventure that much to be fair. So make Sonic R, and no, don't make the and don't make any more of these adventuring games with stories and pish. Just have a racing game. That's where Sonic makes sense. Have him run. It's fine. Sonic R is the best 3D Sonic game it's by completely miles. Un- completely, un- <laughs> by miles. And second to that is the is the 3D segment from Sonic Jam. They've never bettered those. That's completely untrue. Sonic Adventures. Fun. Nope. Move on. Disagree. Anyway, you're, pe- um, you're allowed your opinion, but as I said, it's it it's it's yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, the other things that I played, I didn't play anything else on Switch. Well, we played a bit of Mario Kart and that, and I played a little bit of Splatoon. But, I mean, the stuff we've done before. I did not like that battle mode, though. Like, we have yeah, to rescue people from I cages. I forgot we tried that. With yeah. Thing. Did not like that. That was really irritating. I, I remember was... the battle mode. You had three uh, balloons Diddy before. Kong, it was good. Yeah, you had three balloons, yeah. yeah. And you had to pop the other players' balloons by, like, knocking them out. Like, this hitting them with a shell or whatever. locked in cages, and then you were the... Yeah, you have to go and rescue your pal from the cage and like <laughs> fucking locking your cage is annoying because you can't do it and you're just sitting there like, can you rescue me please? No, okay, well I'll just sit here in this cage and doing it, it nothing. 
it didn't make it very obvious how to get them or where the ca- or where the cage was located if even on the map. I was like, yeah, it was hard to see where you were yeah. on the map and that as well. But yeah, didn't didn't really Mario, like that. Mario Kart should only be for racing. Yes, keep stick to racing. Racing is fun, and I, like I did play some like uh, races on Mario Kart as well, and like that was fun. Like as it always yeah. is, Mario Kart is is great for fucking racing. Um, you got to try the steering wheel as well. Oh, and I've got to try the steering wheel, yeah, which I, I don't like the steering wheels. No, like, no. Not that there's anything wrong with the steering wheels. The actual wheels work absolutely perfectly and are, in fact, far superior to the Wii steering wheels because the buttons are actually work on them. But, um, yeah. but yeah, like... Instead play hole where you had to try and get this. Yeah, but that's not where I play... Uh, no. That's not how I play Mario Kart. Like, I play Mario Kart using the controller or if I'm playing it's handheld using the... It's fine for the likes of, like, Ashley and Bethany will use that. Method. Yep. Uh, yeah, Ashley likes the steering wheel. Like she yeah. digs that, but like yeah, it's not for me. Um, aside from that, I did finish off uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, which was crap. That's a that? crap game. Oh, that's a fight. Oh yeah, that's a fight. Yeah, so like I played through the story mode because like I I really really liked the story in Injustice and and Injustice Two. Like those both had really good, well written stories, and I mean Injustice Two not quite as good as one, but still good. Um. Marvel's Capcom Infinite though absolute shite story and they make you fight so many like drones and robots in it that are just generic people because they didn't seem to include enough enemies in the game for you to fight um, which makes no sense because there's thousands, yeah. there's a cast of thousands on Capcom yep. side that because look at Marvel vs. Capcom 3 there was no fighting robots in that one no I mean like so that really annoyed me I'm like okay I didn't mind I don't mind doing it as like your warm up fight some drones one, two fights against drones, and then okay, you're on to the yeah, roster to learn your characters. Special moves and yeah, cool, that's fine with me. But they didn't do that at all, and yeah, I did not enjoy that like one bit. The, I mean the, the animations and stuff like that are very cool, but beyond that, just not fun whatsoever. And I, I mean, I don't even think like the fighting game community really got behind this game. Yeah, um, but the reason I didn't like it is because the story was crap, like so bare bones and just. Like it was so they're like, okay, we want this guy to fight this guy. Like how can we how can we get this guy to here in a thirty second cutscene or less? And like, okay, we'll just do that. Alright, cool, that's fine, that works. Boom, boom, boom. There we go, we're fighting. And I didn't like that at all. The character designs also the ridiculously buff nature of every single character is just so stupid. I mean like if you look at it's more particularly on the Marvel side than anything else because like Frank West and people like that they're fine like they just look like their normal self but then you've got like Spider-Man who's ripped to fuck like he looks like he looks like the Hulk <laughs> like, why does he look like this Doctor Strange ripped to fuck like well, why why are you so bulky and then like Captain America is like enormous and then the Hulk doesn't really look that big compared to these like big muscle men which is crazy so yeah didn't like the character designs whatsoever um, but yeah, I played for the story, crap story, crap ending. Um, and uh, not a patch on injustice then, no. No, absolutely not. Like injustice is far superior in every single way. Like the gameplay, the graphics, everything. Like the, the character story. designs, the story. Yeah, absolutely everything. Injustice absolutely rapes fucking Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite in every I've single regard. F- I've not finished. Did you finish in, uh, Injustice Two? I've not finished the story yeah, man. yet. Yeah, I finished Nothing. it. Like I actually bought Injustice Two Day One, because um, right. I was looking Should've for something. Sure. Yeah, I was looking for something to play, like uh, like a story game, like a game with a good story, even though it's a fighting game. But um, 
but yeah, I really liked it. It's not as the story's not quite as good as Injustice uh, One, but still mm. really, really enjoyed it. See, yeah, I, as you know, I read all the like mm. me and Ian were reading through them. I, I think I overtook you now. I read like the f- year five of it, so like mm. hundreds of the comics. But I don't know why I never get into Injustice. I think I need to like I'm trying to do it now, but it's still difficult because, like I said, I'm still buying games. And yeah, I'm finishing Naruto, but I know Bayonetta's out on Friday, and Naruto is gonna. Be put, I need to actually focus mm. on finishing fucking games. I don't mm. really need to dig into Bayonetta straight away. I want mm. to try it on the screen and on the handheld to see how it handles and see if there's mm. any extra features been added but I have finished it whereas Naruto have not been as far as I am when I had it in 360 but it's right. just finishing one game and then moving on rather than going new shiny oh, new shiny because oh, again now that I've got kid if I buy all the new shinies not only will I not have any money at all but <laughs> I'll never finish a game whereas if I go okay look at all the games you've got just now just finish them by the time the new shinies if I wait a few months It'll be, it'll be cheaper, but hmm. it's all very well seen that. Yeah, that's true. Like, I'm trying to do that as well and just, like, going back and trying to mop up some things. So I did uh, play some more of Guardians of the Galaxy, the Telltale series, hmm. which, which is, I mean, it it's actually, I mean, it's definitely much better than Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite because at least it has, like, an interesting enough story. It's definitely it's not set in any other universe. This is its own self-contained story where they're telling the story of, of like, the Guardians' interaction with Thanos and, like, all that sort of shit. And it's actually quite interesting. And, I mean, it's not... It's a Telltale game. It still has the t- old Telltale issues. Like, uh, there's... Uh, did you play the first episode of this one? I can't remember. I played the first two. I, I played right. at least to the point where you could fly about as Star-Lord. I played Rocket's yeah. background story. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that's I've done those two, and I done I did episode three as well. So I've got four and five still to do. But like in episode two, right? There's a point where you go to like a temple, and you have to like fly up in the air. Yeah, right. So you you know you can go up to the different levels. So like I went to the top level, and it just (laughs) it kept just looping this animation of him like going up and like going over to one side, and then and then going back and going up and going over to one side and going back for like. I don't know, like a, a good minute. And I'm like, this this is not supposed to happen. This is a game is stuck in a loop. So I had to like quit out the game and go back in and reload it, which was annoying. It's fucking Telltale's stupid engine again. But like the story, the story is interesting enough to keep me going. And the the music's quite good, I know. I like I like their music choice, which is yeah, they're okay with that. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, they they did they did that good. But uh, I mean hearing other people and like the characters of this compared to like the movies is they're obviously completely different so they're not as memorable I'd say in this anywhere near as what they were in uh, they're, they're, they're doable considering most folk can't yeah. the Guardians of the Galaxy yeah movie. but but yeah I mean I'll, I'll play through it get the platinum and then I'm going to probably do that uh, Thursday or Friday this week because I'm off work have you played through the Batman season I'm on Batman season 2 just now not yet. Like uh, the the Batman season one had a much better story than like what this Guardians has though. So I I will get to season two at some point. Um, I'll just I'll I, again because it's it's all out now, isn't it? What Batman season two? No. Yeah. Oh, it's not. Yeah, okay. So. Well, I'll with with those ones like I'll just wait until it's all out and then and then buy it from work. Yeah. You can buy I, I mean, I got I got I got them in sale though when like it yeah. went. Oh okay, yeah, yeah. That's episode three's out now, so half price. Like. 
And I was so tempted to buy Batman at what is when it comes out like 15 25 I think it was 20, 25. Yeah. yeah, 20, 25 quid, something like that. I, so I got this for like 11 quid in the sale. And I'm like, if I'd bought this like two months ago when the the first episode came out, I'd have been absolutely livid. Like, why do Telltale keep doing this? But then again, there's still folk that must buy them. Do you know what I mean? Like day one and go. Mm-hmm. I just don't get it. Why, why wait till episode it, three's out without fail or Christmas and half the price of your game? It's Everything. annoying because it punishes your early adopters, which is fucking bullshit. To be honest, like I, if it was, if it was my company, and like obviously I'm not the one, I'm not the guy who's gonna go. Okay, we need to make the most money. Right? I'd be like, okay, well, we can make a massive chunk of money at the beginning, and then slowly over time, as all the episodes are out, then people will still keep coming on board as the reviews and what all that keep keep rolling over, and more people will buy it. You make the game like five pound cheaper at launch and then you put it on sale once all of the episodes are out not fucking halfway through yeah say say day one make it five pound cheaper but after that window once the second episodes like say it was 20 quid put it back up to Mm. 25 and then like you said once all the episodes are out put it back down to like 15 or 20 Mm. like don't don't bang it out 25 wait for the second episode to release and then half the price because then it's like yep what the fuck it's bullshit for the people that go oh i'm really excited for this i'll like buy the season pass and then, yeah. yeah, before they've even got to play all the content that they paid for, you're going, okay, well, let's put it on sale and get a spike here by being in this sale. Bullshit. Yeah. I hate that. And, and, so, and they've done it for how many? At least three years now since The Walking Dead came out. At least, yeah, at least three, maybe maybe even four. Maybe, maybe even The four Walking years. Dead season one and maybe, maybe season not. two wasn't like that, but, yeah, af- but after that, certainly. And maybe even Wolf Among Us wasn't like that. But I remember, like, No, Wolf buying... Among Us was on sale. It was because I remember buying like I can't remember which one it was, but I remember buying episode one and episode two of a series, and yeah. then it went and I didn't buy the season pass like when it was twenty quid or whatever it was, and then it went on sale to buy the season pass, and it worked out for me to be cheaper to uh, to buy the season pass instead of buying the other three episodes individually, like when they yeah. came out. And you know yeah. what I mean? That's shit. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, so I played that. I'll I'll finish that off this week, and then that'll be that'll be another one. Another one in the can for the year. I'm trying, like I said, I'm trying to get through these games. Um, but yeah, I only played. Oh, I play. I did play a couple other things because uh, uh, when we were playing like Lego Worlds and that, we decided we would uh, fire up the SNES Mini as well. And Bethany yeah. wanted to try like a few of the games on that. Like, so she tried Aladdin and found it very hard. <laughs> the Mega Drive version is a lot better than the SNES. Yep. Definitely, I didn't really like the SNES version to be honest. Um, but we also tried like a few of the Mario games on it. Played a bit of Yoshi's Island, which Bethany found very very hard. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I liked it though; it was interesting enough. And because uh, I'd never I'd never played Yoshi's Island before. Mario World but, too. Yeah, but that's probably not my sort of game. And we played a little bit like uh, Mario Mario Brothers, and what's the other one we played? Oh, we tried Mario Kart on the on the SNES. That was fucking funny. Like. Uh, I was like, you know, you know, Bethany, this is not like, uh, not like it is on on the uh, on the Switch or the Wii U. She's like, yeah, yeah, that's okay. And like, she tried it, and she's like, Daddy, I don't like this. <laughs> and yeah, I fu- and I'm like, because after like one lap, she's like, I don't want to play this anymore. And <laughs> and uh, Ash was like, No, no, you want to play this? You have to finish. <laughs> but but uh, but I'm like. Do you know what? That's fine because I really don't like Mario Super Mario Kart either. It's a terrible game. Absolutely yes. hated it. Even back in the day, hated it. And like I preferred Street Racer, but even Street Racer wasn't that good. Street Racer, I had in the PlayStation One. Yeah. 
Yeah. But in Street Racer and the SNES is better than Super Mario, Mario Kart. Kart. Yeah, it is yeah. 100%. Like, Mario Kart <laughs> 1 is not a good game because nope. it feels like the the back you're moving the background rather than you most of the time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, did not like that one bit whatsoever. But uh, we and we went we had to go and play like normal Mario Kart after that just to go. Okay, this is much more fun. Um, but yeah, so the the other thing that I did play on the on the SNES was I played the incredible Crash Test Dummies like we spoke about. Yes, I last week and the week so before. Far. What is it? Uh, retro? What is it? We had a name for it. I forget. <laughs> <laughs> retro time fun and his retro relapse. Yeah, remember that. That was that original. I back in, yeah. in, uh, in episode like five, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's a callback. But yeah, so uh, so like we mentioned before, we we're going to highlight a game to check out that's uh, maybe could be like a a hidden gem on the on one of the old consoles, and like we're going through some of the games on the the Super NES classic just yeah. now because we've both hacked ours and got a bunch of a fucking bunch of games on it so like this is one of the games which was is a licensed game for the incredible crash test dummies toy line which were great yeah. toys and i believe it was a tv show as well that was a crap tv show tv show so was, was bad, I, I loved the toys because they had ejector seats and bits that if you smashed them the dummies went flying they would yep. fall apart and you'd push a button like they would go loose push the button and all their arms and limbs yeah it was good mm-hmm so that this game came out in like 1993 and it's kind of like it's it is a 2d platformer in a sense but it's uh one of those ones where yeah i mean this would if it came out nowadays it would be a free mobile game mm-hmm. where you would like do runs on it and you would go through and you would tap the button to jump and all that sort of shit but and that's what this totally reminded me of because you're going through like a short level avoiding the obstacles getting to the end and once you get to the end you move on to the next level what I liked about this one, though was the way that it displayed your health. Like I thought that was genius the way that they displayed your health because every time you get hit by an object, you lose like a limb, which mm-hmm. is cool. So like the first one you do it, like you get hit and you lose a leg, and then your guys hopping, and then if you, you get hit again, you lose your other leg, and then it's just a torso jumping, and then you lose your arms, yeah. and then if you lose both your arms, and then you, uh, then you die. <laughs> yep. I mean, I thought that was, was genius. I liked it enough from what I played, but I don't think this is a game that I would absolutely go back and play. Like, no. I don't think I, I don't think it was enjoyable enough. Like that, I'm like, yeah, I would come and finish this, but no. And I, and to be fair, like it's nice looking. It's nicer yeah. looking than a lot of the earlier SNES games. But I've seen nicer looking games on the SNES and on mm. the Mega Drive, mm. and I, I, I'm sure that it turned out the SNES was a more powerful console, but the Mega Drive had a different way of running things because certain games did look better on the the Mega Drive, like Aladdin, 100%. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it for like the type of game that it is. I mean, it's short form, like little little burst type game. Perfect for like, like I say, mobile Switch sort of mm. thing. Um, but yeah, I really liked that. It was just that mechanic of like displaying your like health bar. Rather than having an actual health bar, your sprite loses a limb and it animates differently every time you uh every time you lose every time you lose like a health portion which i thought was really cool and I-, I would like to see more games do that and it reminded me a bit of like you know monty python like mm-hmm. when he- he's fighting the the fucking uh, the guy and he chops off his limbs and he just keeps going like it was like that which is cool also if you press down on the d-pad as the character he does that yep. thing like and he goes he just goes limping all his bits fall apart yeah. and then 
and then you let go and it's like oh back <laughs> i thought that was that was really cool because um, I only discovered that today, like because I, I I filed it up just for a wee bit before the show there. I'm like, yeah. oh, I didn't know it did that. Like that's really really interesting because that's like you're talking about with the toys where they did that. Yeah. But yeah, an interesting like little license game. Not not particularly deep to be honest. But you can repair yourself by picking up collect the collectibles. But it's it's really hard. Like I only got through a couple of levels before I, before I lost all my lives. I didn't get it through the first level. I just really found it boring. <laughs> Some of the elements of it were cool, but I didn't. I wasn't uh, engrossed enough to go. Oh yeah, I'll finish this off. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So that that was our our SNES game of the week. Two yes. Weeks. So I'm gonna choose one, and we'll try and get it done for next week. But if you want to join in, listeners, you should have uh, the mask, Andy. Okay. I want to choose the mask. Now, I did try a wee bit of it, and I was kind of intrigued by the sort of uh, animations and things that it was doing. So, mm. I'm kind of I've got high hopes for this game. Um, nice. It's really interesting. I'd never played it before, and I was a fan of the mask uh, cartoon and mm. movie when I was younger. So, we'll try Some out the mask. the mask. I haven't seen the, the side of the mask. <laughs> we will need to cover that movie. How about we cover that movie? Because it's on Amazon just now. What for next week? Yeah, try and fit in a I'll, movie for I'll next try. week. Try, <laughs> yeah, we'll try. Well, over the next two weeks, play the yeah. mask video game on SNES. If anyone wants to join in, get it on an emulator. And Son of the Mask, which is Jamie Kennedy, and it's available on Amazon Video, and I'm sure you can get it in Showbox and whatnot. I don't think it'll be in Showbox. <laughs> I don't think there's any demand for Son of the Mask. No, probably not. But you can buy it for like fifty p. <laughs> Steal this movie. <laughs> yeah, just just go download it from somewhere. Don't don't pay money for this movie. No, shoplift it. Go physically into a shop and steal it. <laughs> I mean, HMV is not carrying this movie. Mate. No, <laughs> <way>. <laughs> no, they're not. Maybe maybe the only place you could steal it from would be like a charity shop. That's <laughs> kind of questionable. <laughs> oh man, no, but yeah, I'm I'm the mask's really fun. I, I'm actually playing a game. Just, uh, we're playing just uh, the as we're talking just now um, called what the fuck is it called it's Donald Duck something okay um, I mean those Disney games a lot of them were really good it's made by Virgin if it says Virgin it's great My mm. my Way Mallard in Cold Shadow oh yeah I, I've got that on it yeah it's pretty fun but the mask is right next to it that's why I looked at it so yeah we'll try the mask for next week so anything else we've got to cover Andy or uh, I, I did just want to mention that I did buy two other games okay, to add fair. to the pile of stuff that I want to get that I wanted to play um, oh sorry I, uh, I have... so Crash mm. Test Dummies what was you... mm. I, I definitely think it is not an instant classic whatsoever oh definitely not an instant classic no or, or a forgotten gem or anything yeah. like that uh, but it did have like that one mechanic was really cool uh, and I would like to see a, a, like a different game bring that back in some way where mm. <laughs> get your limbs chopped off and still keep playing Okay. Like I think that would Mor- be cool. Morbid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, n- not one to, not one to, write home about particularly. Apart from no. that. Um. But yeah. So I did. I did buy. I did buy two other games. I picked up Neo. Neo. The rapper, not the rapper. <laughs> the game. <laughs> because, because I wanted to to try it, but I have not got round to it. Yeah. I mean, I bought this game like, I don't know, what, nearly two weeks ago, and. I haven't even I haven't even put it up yet. I haven't stalled it. 
but I haven't tried it yet. I'm going to try it on Thursday. I've decided. Uh, and I did pick up today. I picked up Shadow of the Colossus remaster of the PS4. Oh my god, you went against your word. <laughs> you bought a remaster or a remaster? I bought a remaster of a remaster because like people have been talking about this, and I'm like, hmm, and You're it looks sucker. nice from, from the things, and I'm like, okay, I'll I'll try this, and I'll see I'll see if I get into it. Uh, now I have. Yeah, I have. Uh, I, I've never really played this game. I've dabbled in it just a tiny bit on the PS3 remaster. Um, but I did watch uh, one of my mates play through the entire game, like back in the PS3 remaster. In fact, no, it must have been the PS2 game. Yeah, I, I watched one of my mates play through the entire game, so I know how it goes. And yeah, I didn't like the PS3 remaster, so I'll be interested to see if I like this one. But yeah, it's the run up its leg and hit it on the head game. That's what that's what I call it. Because every boss is the same, where you have to climb it and then kill it by hitting it in the head. I'd, I'd, I'd... Ever. What did you say the minute so you cut it out a second? I've never rated this game. Absolutely. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll talk more about it next week. Um, and I'm sure Jamalice will have some sort of input on as well, because I know he's played the original game. Yes. So that's a teaser for next week. But yeah, I didn't play anything else. Sorry, am I cutting out really badly? Or hey, no, 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 no. You're fine now. It was just you, you cut out just a second when you were uh, telling me about it. What should yeah, I do? Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I didn't. I didn't play anything else. Cool. So, like I said, next week we'll have a more organised show. Try not and be as tired, but I can't. Well, I'm off on Tuesday next week, so. I might be. Um, <laughs> Depends what else you're doing. All the many yeah, other things of adulting. Yeah, this is true. So, um, I we've got um, Mike from Bitmap Bureau to talk about Xenocrisis and Jamalize to come on and talk to him as well from Game History 101, which nice. sh- used to be a show and hopefully will be a show in the future. Um, but yeah, check us out on Twitter at 42level1. Um, tweet us there we're on all games every week we will be now 10 o'clock to 1 o'clock until foreseeable future I think most, C- most likely yeah it's easier doing it that time that's pro- and plus by the time if we're working on a Tuesday it's far easier doing mm-hmm. that than rushing for a half nine so yeah um, we've got an interview next week with Jamalize thank you very much for listening this week you've got the B team with Chip selling the guys in about an hour's tight just over an hour um, so check them out, give them a listen, and if you want to, and like we'll go back to our sequels that should shouldn't exist, um, which was uh, Son of the Mask. We're going to try and watch that for the next week, if not it'll be the week after, and we're going to also play the Mask video game on the Super Nintendo. So thanks very much for listening. Stay tuned for Tiger Claw's techno music and whatnot, and uh, check out the, the B team later on tonight. Thanks, guys. Peace out.